Okay, so welcome to the podcast. This is Carrie Freitas. Um, interesting people I know is the title of the podcast. As always, I'm known to deliver the most interesting people because mm-hmm. I know a ton of interesting people who also know interesting people. So life is good. It's um, it's a Valentine's Day episode with a hilarious but very important theme. I mean, it's ironic. I don't know if it's hilarious. Um, Jan Morad is here with me, and she and I were talking yesterday in the pre-show about, we would say, it's going to be fun to talk about this. And then we're like, fun? But we're going to have fun with it, even though it's a serious topic, and it's super important. And um, it's something I've definitely experienced in my life, and I'm, I'm happy to be able to share it with people so they can kind of know what to look at. Um, in their lives for themselves and for other people as we're talking about the subject of narcissism and living with narcissism. Um, So Jan Morad, who is founder, CEO of Morad, and she's going to tell us more about that. She's an executive consultant and coach who dives into numerous topics um, in that realm. But specifically today, we're going to talk about narcissism and um, welcome, Jan. Thank you. So happy you're here. Thank you for having me. Um, and um, I had read Jan's piece about um, how we normalize narcissism in the C-suite, mm-hmm. you know, in business. And I found that fascinating because I think we normalize it across our society in so many ways. It's sometimes looked at as yes. strength or charisma. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to really that kind of got me going on, like, I got to talk to Jan and talk Mm -hmm. about narcissism. So Jan, I guess, would you want to talk a little bit about how you founded Morad? Um, Just a little bit about your background, and then we can go into some of the maybe personal side of narcissism. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was a management consultant years ago, and didn't really know what narcissism was back then. I don't even think it was defined 30 years ago. We didn't talk about it anyway. No, I mean, it was selfishness and and grandiosity for sure. But we didn't really know what it was until recently. And I do want to say it's a personality pattern. It's not... It's not the person. Okay. Um, there, we'll talk about how you yeah, define. Yeah, let's talk, because that's interesting to me, yeah. is like the definition. Yeah. It's, a, it's a disorder, okay. different than borderline personality or schizoid, okay. but it, it's not the person. There are reasons that they become a narcissist. Actually, they're born with it. Um, yeah, and I've heard it's really hard to treat, and we'll talk about that Very too. hard to treat. Um, okay, so, so back even, to me. Should we even call it? Okay, well, I'll, I'll have a question for you, but I'll, yes. I'll save it, because I want to yes. know more about your background. Is it, You were a management consultant with Deloitte, I with think. With Deloitte, okay. that's correct. And then I took some time off to okay. have my children, yes. raise them. I was very fortunate. Mm. And then um, I was a, a partner with two Major League Baseball teams okay. and a NASCAR team. Awesome. So in that um, opportunity... I got to do some coaching on the side. I didn't really know what I was doing with C-level executives and management. So it kind of got me thinking, what am I going to do when these children graduate and move out of the house? So many of us go through that. It's like, what's the next chapter, right? (laughs) Right. I needed meaning and purpose in my life. So that seemed like a natural thing to do. And I love one-on-one coaching, but I also love group facilitation. Which I think is so tricky and such an art that that you're so great at. And to me, like that's very much of an art form that I think is is very difficult. It is because you bring out the extra or the introvert. Yeah. You shut the extrovert off. And I, I love the idea of healing and community. And we'll t- we'll talk I in a minute that. about what yes. I just did. But yes, um, when we're all shaking our head, uh huh, yeah, me too. Yeah, it's much different than one on one. I know because you feel so isolated and alone sometimes. Even with a so great much. coach, sometimes it's nice to have it played back to you from other mm-hmm. women or people that are going through the same thing. Like I was telling you when I went to Codependence Anonymous meetings, mm-hmm. um, 
it did feel good to be in that room. And I don't want, I don't wish it on other people. Of course. But yeah. it felt good to be heard and to have mm-hmm. people share and know that I wasn't alone. Right. I thought that was really important. That's, that's the key. Yeah. And being in isolation, it's going to take so a lot longer. Hard. Well, I, mean, I feel like when you, when you live with a narcissist or you're in their sphere, I feel like they tend to isolate you. Absolutely. Um, so I was wondering if we could, because when you said isolation, I'm like, oh my gosh, that like, bing, bing, you know? Right. So, um, are we, do you want to go into talking about, um, like, I don't know how to even start, like defining it first or yeah. like, should we even call people narcissists or should we say that they have narcissistic tendencies? tendencies. Okay. Yes. Okay. It's really difficult to diagnose a narcissist. Yes. Uh, it's a term that's flipped around a lot these days, but it could be just a really selfish person. Okay. And that doesn't mean necessarily they're narcissistic. No, I mean, not at all. Or clinically narcissistic. Right. Yeah. Right. There are lists of okay. <laughs> some of their tendencies. Yes. Okay. Um, if they've got one to four on the list of 50, uh, probably not. Okay. If you've got 48, you're for sure. You're, for sure. You're ranking <laughs> high on the narcissism spectrum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So how do you, um, how do you define the disorder or the tendencies like it's a, it's a personality disorder okay but there are two things that really relate to most narcissists number one the lack of empathy okay yeah. they just they don't have it Mm-mm. so they attract empaths because this person fills that part of their lives that you know they don't have you can't create that right yeah i mean can it can empathy be taught jan like um I mean, what's the theory on that? I know that we don't have to say definitively no or yes, but it seems like a tricky thing to teach. Very. You can get better at it. To be honest, I wasn't great because my family of origin didn't say I'm sorry, but I learned to. But then again, I'm not a narcissist. Correct. So So you had like the software that maybe just wasn't like being used in the system yet like it wasn't activated maybe in your family of origin because it just wasn't a thing to say sorry right and i grew up in the same kind of family of origin where it's like i never heard i'm sorry Mm -hmm. um i didn't either and i ended up being the empath that said it too much you know Mm -hmm. how you read those articles Mm -hmm. like stop saying you're sorry right right yeah Yeah. because you overcompensate so there's there's lack of empathy right and that's a pretty telltale sign okay but secondly between the months of zero and 36 of development okay I would say mother, there was no attachment, but let's say the mother's past, there's another caretaker. It could okay. be dad, a nanny. Whomever. Exactly. There is, there's a void of attachment. It's a theory. Okay. Um, like, is it, so it would have to be a secure attachment, maybe. That's the like term for things are working right? out. But I want to give you- tell I've been through a lot of therapy. Yes, I can And tell. I know, You're good. I need to back it up. And everyone, <laughs> I'll stop, because I'm the person in Jan's group that probably would over talk the introvert. But- <laughs> extrovert oh yeah sorry so yeah that's me um but i think that you know so i i will back it up and say that's good so that they would have to have a, a attachment a safe a, a, a feeling of safety and yes. security with somebody i want to give you an example yeah, because i love be this so good let's say a child is on the swing on the swing set okay and they fall off okay and the mother is at the park with them mom's talking to her friends the avoidant attachment mother would say, oh, you're fine. Get up. You know, I'm talking to my friends. You know, Walk and, it off. Yeah. So the child is like, okay. It's hurtful. Yeah. Then you've got the, the mother who runs over there. You're going to the hospital. Life is over, right? Right. So that's an anxious attachment. Yes. So we need somewhere in the middle. Okay. Right? Your child yeah. falls off. So between be avoidant okay. and anxious yes. is... Secure, secure. Yeah, and that mom does what for the the kid that falls? You'll be okay. Comfort, and then leave them right, and and let them 
sort so of like, self-soothe. Okay. Um, so these people with narcissistic tendencies, like you said, often have a lack of empathy mm-hmm. and often um, lacked between the, for the first three years of their life, the 36 months, some kind of secure attachment with a, exactly. a parent or other kind of caregiver. Yeah. So okay. these are almost universal. Now, okay. I, I say that in the mental health realm, to diagnose, there are many different there are many different kinds of narcissists. There's right. actually three in particular. I'm okay, not, I'm I didn't even know that. This. Okay, yes. great. Number one is the grandiose or exhibitionist. Okay, they have got to have the big deals, be out in the limelight. This okay. is this is core for them. Okay, because they they didn't get that at all. So it's compensating for for like maybe a lack of attention or exactly. something as a child. Okay, yeah, because your mom is avoidant or whatever. Okay, so, so that's grandiose. That one's narcissism. easy to see, right? Okay. He yeah, does. that's one you can see out there in the world. Exactly. Okay. He pushes the employees and they love to hear themselves speak and it's hard to shut right. them it's up. It's like that boss that just never listens to anyone else and just wants exactly. to hear themselves talk. Okay. Or, or, or the husband. Or <laughs> yeah, or who, it could be or anybody. Right, anybody. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But then there are people like that who aren't narcissists, right? Yes, okay. Um, and then that kind of goes back to the White House, but right, it's exactly, easy to see. Right, you can see the behaviors playing out, I'm right? the center of attention. The grandiosity yes. thing. So that's the, one, only one, one type, type of narcissism. Yes. Second okay. is the covert or the closet narcissist. Ooh, okay, I want to hear more about this. They don't have the ability to be the, the grandiose. They okay. want to be, but, but they don't. So they align themselves with an institution, an issue, or another person. Okay. And they live out this grandiosity through, through someone else. They're hard to spot. That, yeah, because I don't think I, I don't think I could put my finger on someone. I would say, okay, that's what yeah. they're doing. Okay. And sometimes you use the family okay. or the children to to be against the spouse. You know, it's all kind of hidden. So that's the covert closet yes. narcissist. Ha- hard to spot. Okay. And the last one, I'll be honest, I I don't know many of these people. Okay. But they're toxic. They okay. want to demean. They want to hurt. They want to damage people. Okay. And I I hesitate to say they're the least out there you know it's i just haven't seen many with that jan like because obviously you've done a lot of study and so you you know even if you haven't encountered it which i'm happy for you that you haven't encountered <laughs> i mean i don't want you to encounter one well, i know people that have yeah so know. can those toxic narcissists potentially show up um like so let's say they're not grandiose right so right. they're not like but can they show up like they do the damage of the toxic narcissistic kind of behaviors to maybe a partner like behind the scenes and then in the public maybe they're <laughs> showering that person with gifts and they like they they like to seem like they're the perfect spouse or absolutely okay and they can kind of move around i believe because let's say you're not getting the deals let's say you're kind of a washed up Right. I hate to say that. Yeah, but, but you're, you're you're kind of you're past your prime, let's say, exactly. in your as a deal maker in business. Beautiful. Then you yeah. might be a toxic narcissist and yeah. narcissistic uh, behavior. Right. Um, right. In your next chapter mm-hmm. of narcissism. They usually look for status. Let's say, you know, okay. we all kind of when your yes. your career is on the downslope, okay, yes. that kind of dissipates, right? right? So do I need a trophy wife or husband? Do e- I need the exactly. next the car? Do yeah. I need the house? Yeah. And other items. And so it's status. Okay. And then sometimes they go to appearance. Older people, yes. they yeah. say, "Oh, I better get the veneers on my teeth. Right, I gotta, gotta, gotta lose facelift. weight." So they you know, like, really. My dad got a facelift when he was like sixty-eight. Yeah, I'm just like, "What are you doing, dude? Like, <laughs> are you, you kidding me?" Yeah. yeah. Okay. They need attention for all sure, and it's always so. Is there an attention-seeking aspect to all narcissistic? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yes. 
Yes, for okay. sure. Because once again, the attachment theory, they, they didn't get they didn't it in get a proper it. way. So they spend okay. the rest of their lives trying to find a relationship where, where they get what they really need okay. or what they needed as, as a baby. Yeah. And that's when you frame it that way, Jan, it's like, you know, I, because we're empaths, right? Right. Um, I have empathy for that person or those mm-hmm, people. Mm-hmm. So I get that part. But I, I guess the, the thing that hurts to know is that, you know, they haven't found a better way to um, right. get that attention, right. you know, and again, it's hard. It's hard to fault them for learning that. That's exactly zero right. to thirty-six yes, months. Yes, but um, you hope that there's some intervention along the way or some kind of self, some insight. But I know, like you said that, and we've said, there's just sometimes not a lot to be it's, done it's if it's rare. Run. Yeah, <laughs> they can they can get better. Okay. I always think of it like um, an, an Asperger's. Okay. Patient. Like you could be highly functioning as a narcissistic person yeah. or an yeah. Asperger's, you know, someone with Asperger's. Well, Asperger's, you can learn syndrome. emotion to some right. extent. Yeah, or but you'll regret. never quite maybe You get. can fake empathy. You can cry. You can, <clears throat> yeah, if you want to. Right. And I'm in a group with a bunch of therapists. It's a psychodrama group. So yeah. I did a little, oh yeah. did a little check and I said, have you ever treated a narcissist? And most of them said no, because the narcissist doesn't think they have this right. disorder. Why would they go to therapy? Well, I've heard that played back to me in, in different forms and different relationships in my life where mm-hmm. I've been in the on the couch <laughs> right. and whoever the other person is with me that I think, you know, um, has some of these tendencies, whether it was my dad or someone I was in a relationship with. Right. You know, they'll be like, I don't really know why I'm here. I remember my dad doing this to me when I was 16 over mm-hmm. we went to the a therapist right behind Big Newport. Right. And he's like, hey male therapist that my daughter feels really uncomfortable with. Um, <laughs> you know, we're here. Let me just set the table for you, therapist. Um, we're here to fix Carrie's ability to, to interact with go. me. Yes. So Carrie doesn't know how to really address me and, and relate to me. Right. So I'm going to actually leave her here with you. I've got to go run <laughs> and get my Mercedes oh. at Jim Slemons. So I'm going to... Perfect um, example. Yeah, like, and That's I'd be hilarious. like... And then after he left, the therapist is like... So your dad has some narcissism issues, <laughs> and here's kind of how you're going to work around it. I mean, so well, ga- you mentioned gaslighting yesterday. Yes, it's similar to that, yeah. where you're crazy. Yeah, you're crazy, and they and, and they make it crazy, and you buy into it. Yep. So totally. can we talk about? I know one thing you really uh, you've said many things that have like rocked my world already, and I've just known you for like a few days now. But um, one thing was that like we can look at ourselves mm-hmm. to see. If we're perhaps in a situation, right? Is right. this a good time to talk about that? Yeah, or should sure. we cover anything else first? No, I think that's good. I definitely okay. want to move through this the steps yeah. or the stages that. Okay, good. Primarily in a personal relationship, I do want to say to Carrie that um, our personal and our professional lives integrate totally. So if you've got this going on at home, you're going to have probably it got office, it at work, vice I mean, versa. And people are playing out their their psychodramas probably uh, yeah. from home at work and vice oh, versa, whether totally, we should or not. Right. Totally. I think it's a really good point, Jen. And a lot of people, and that's when I read your, your article and is this up on your website, by the it way? It is. Okay. Yes. So, um, I'll give you all the guys, you guys the information, but it's more at M-O-O-R-A-D dot right. biz, B-I-Z. You've got to read Jan's article, expert um, thought leadership piece on um, normalizing narcissism in the C-suite. We're going to talk about it a little bit later in the podcast, but it is pretty, I mean, I think it's revelatory and it really made me think about, oh my gosh, like where, why are we going this way? So I'm glad that we're talking about it from personal and then we'll relate it to business right. too. We need to recognize it. That's yeah. that's the biggest And it's part. hard sometimes. It's so difficult. Even for really smart people, I'm going to say. I don't want anyone to feel shame for like not realizing it. Because exactly. 
um, therapists don't, right? I, I read a lot of Eleanor Greenberg's okay thoughts. I mean, talk about thought leadership. She really gets the subject. Okay, and she says she'll have them in the office. I love this one. Oh my she gosh! Said, yeah, I'm he starts moving her books around because they're not perfect. To his like it. yes, and she said sometimes I have to to move out of the office and say, okay, um, Take a he's beat. flattering me. He's love bombing is what right? they call totally. it. Yeah, she's really she's excellent. Eleanor Greenberg. Greenberg. Okay, it's I'm gonna have great to check book. her it's, book. Um, it's entitled. Um, border personality disorder, okay. schizoids, and narcissistic personality Okay, and like disorder. you said, they're all different, but they're there's all probably different. some commonalities yes. or something. Okay, yes. so I have to check that out. It's really good. Okay. So, so as far as us looking within. Within ourselves. Yes. Okay, I have a few questions. Okay, and I'll good. just, um, I don't need to read them all, but do you recognize yourself anymore? Who are you? We lose ourselves because this other person is telling us, this is you. You're, you you have no ability to do this. Correct. You are crazy. Yes. You're, you're not smart. And I do want to interject that there are many, many, many victims with this personality disorder that are very, very smart, yeah. well-educated. Okay. And I had them in my group this week. And this one has a PhD. This And one. these are all women or men that have lived with or worked yes. with narcissists. Yes. So you're saying that, so the, the narcissistic the, the person with the narcissistic tendencies that you may be partnered with, a, a child work of, work for, yes, yes. friends with or whomever, mm-hmm. they, they've they made you kind of lose yourself. Lose so you've yourself. lost yourself because mm-hmm. either they're mirroring to you like a false self of who you, who they are right. saying you are. Right. Or can they also be like, um, like parasitic and that like you've lost yourself in service to them? Is that? Absolutely. I think, but, okay. But then you're gone. Yes. Right. We'll talk okay. about that in a little okay. bit. Okay. Sorry. They can't take that very long. I, I promise not to treat this as my no, own no, session, no, no. but I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm just taking my own notes. You're so funny. <laughs> um, do you use band-aids to distract yourself? Shopping, mm. alcohol. Food? Just food. Kidding. I mean, any kidding. of these things. Okay. This, this applies to other yes. you know, mental issues and disorders. Okay. Um, do you feel like you're boxed in a cave or a prison and you can't break free? Okay, we yeah, you talk resonating. about codependent. I'm resonating. I feel like yeah. I'm vibrating really high right now on a yes. scary frequency. <laughs> Go ahead. Do you question yourself if you're really crazy or the one to blame? And that's the gaslighting piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where I would be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, even though I've never heard it from anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and each person, yes, different no on this list. Yes. Okay. Do you spend hours crying? I mean, how do you quantify hours? Yeah. I mean, is it like an hour at a time? Are we talking about like an aggregate of minutes? But you're right, okay. right. Are you anxious and depressed, can't get out of bed? I mean, I've seen all this yes. with, with yeah, the victims. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, is your mental health really being jeopardized? Oftentimes we don't see that. No. But a therapist can say, yes, You're not is. okay. Right, right. And then lastly, have you lost other relationships? Mm-hmm. Because they want you to wake up and they're tired of listening to you. The tape keeps keeps playing and yeah. know, we've all had that in different scenarios right or different spectrums night. like you said right. so it could be like you know we'd have a little bit of it but I mean I would say all those things have resonated to me with different relationships mm-hmm. I've had in my past not currently which right. I'm really thankful for yes is there an interest in the narcissistic kind of tendency the person with those tendencies to isolate you just for themselves like oh, for that for sure for the feed or for the source yep. of yeah this is my own term, but I call it a quicksand person. Okay. They take you down to where you can't get out, but they want to. Right. Right. A narcissist 
she's not really a good friend. You, I'm it, yes. right? I'm the I'm most it. important person in your right. life. Your family, your mother, you know, no, they totally. just, they, you really start to question yeah. and they'll shower you with gifts. That's yeah, the love that bombing. Like the love, can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I think Let's that, do some of these steps and I want to okay, do good. them. Yeah, you go through I them. I want to do them in order. I don't want to, yeah, do them in the order, but I just, I'm so fascinated by all these behaviors, which can seem like to the world, like with the love bombing and we'll talk about it. Um, when you see love bombing on Instagram, because love bombing is made for Instagram, oh. I think. It's like a made for Instagram behavior. Yeah. And it's yeah. very Insta-worthy, yeah. like love bombing. Right. You could right. get a Vuitton purse right. after the person told you you were a piece of shit. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But the purse makes the Instagram. After, um, right. The purse and the canary diamond make the Instagram, right? They don't, right. The, the you're a piece of shit conversation right. is not really captured for like right. a cool boomerang or, you know, on or Instagram. Or the person's cheated. Right. Oh, got to get her back. I call right. it throwing a bone. Some of these terms are my own. Yeah, which you, I think these are, but they're apt because like I get right. what you're saying immediately when you say and it. And we go for it, right? Oh, God, yeah. Because um, I mean, it's kind of, some of it's kind of good. You know, I, it, sure. I'll be showered with love and attention. I'd love it. Yeah. But then you could but get the silent treatment. Yeah. I don't know. Where did he go? One. Or rage. Oh, yeah. There, there can be a lot of responses, but it's okay. to get you back where you need to be. Okay, so let's let's go through those steps. Okay, this is so fascinating. It's, it's really, really interesting. Um, Murphy's giving me, I think he feels bad. He's giving me some dum-dums. Some he probably sees me as really needing some It's Valentine's. Get a yeah, red one out. Thank you, Murphy. Get a red one out. I know, but then then what am I going to like? Yeah. But I feel like, you know what? You know I'm going back to my Wait a minute. Are you love bombing He is. Right now? I just got love bombed with, with Tootsie Pops. Valentine love thank bombing. Thank you. Okay. okay, love bombing is usually the beginning of okay. the relationship. There's okay. idealization. There, you are the center of my universe. Oh, what so are you good. wearing today? Yeah. What are you doing? Right. I'm going to send you roses. Yes. You know, it's, it's a mixtape. Kind of a a mixtape. <laughs> I liked this that I heard this weekend from my psychodramatist yeah. that was in my that was my partner. She's fantastic, and she said when you get a bouquet of red flags you need to pay attention so i just love that no, totally. right and i just i didn't even i was like these are the most beautiful red flags ever i just I, love I know. that and you just feel the attention the affirmation the right. affection yes who doesn't want that i it's hard to resist yeah i so, have a tiara i mean come right? on you so know in a in a romantic relationship does the um, person with narcissistic traits or tendencies come on quickly too is it oh, strong yes. and quick yes okay but think about it that could be any relationship that's what i'm saying and right? I, I remember my dad too like in front of other people talking me up and then yes. behind closed doors yes you're a piece of right. shit you know what i mean and even at the beginning of a narcissist relationship they they might do this con- the love bombing consistently until they get you right i feel and like it's know. getting a client right yes. and then okay low maintenance now right or no maintenance yes yeah. let's let me get That's her so interesting and that builds them up too right yeah look at look at this look how great i did right. i got her Totally. You know, I'm a big deal. I'm a grandiose yeah. lover. Okay. Oh, that's so fascinating. Yes. Okay. But so that's love bombing. Yes. Then okay. supply. Okay. You are a supplier okay. to this narcissist. You are the empath. You're the one that tells them, I'm so sorry, whatever their issue is. Okay. But more importantly, you build them up. You are incredible. That deal and look how like no one else so can do good it like looking. you do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they like eat, you're so hot. They eat that up. Like, yeah, they eat that up. But sooner or later, you and I aren't getting the love bombing anymore. It's so exhausting. you get kind of tired of building them up, right? Right. So you kind of dissipate and you stop complimenting, right? 
So interestingly enough, they have a supply source in the wings. Yes. 99% of the time. Yes. Everything I'm saying emphatically, okay, it's not every... No, I and mean, we can't... I want to make sure... going to be like everyone's different. Every every person yes. with narcissistic tendencies in a different part of the spectrum, you know, right. we, we don't want to throw this term around loosely, but we can say more often than not, like just like when you live in Southern California... 72 and fair skies is, is pretty much, you know, an <laughs> Good expectation, example. right? Right. So right. we're saying most of the time, most of the you time. will see these things. Yes. In some way, shape, in or form. In some way, shape. And, you know, I tell women, okay, you can either stay in your relationship, but you need to watch for this. Right. And you know you are going to be this plus source. Yes. If you're not, he's probably going to right. move on or yes. have somebody in the wings. Um, I really don't want women to repeat the pattern. No. So when they're out of the relationship, Let's look at these red flags, right? right? Once again, the bouquet. Um, the others are the people that are trying to get out. Okay. So you are not crazy. And I had all of these. It's in hard my home. to believe you're not, though, because honestly, I know. I know. Even like a really intelligent person, man or woman, you know, or even like at the, you know, at the foot of my at my dad's knee, like I believe certain things about myself because he told me and they weren't true. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I was a child, of course. Because I mean, it's like it's an authority figure. Yes. You know? Yes. I also want to point out, it's not just men who right, are narcissists. Right, it could be women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, I had a grandmother, my mom's mom. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I, I read the DSM because <laughs> right, I'm like right. a recovering hypochondriac right. and yes. also very fascinated. And, um, you know, I would say that she, you know, more likely not was too. And she was just so mean if she yeah. wasn't getting her supply, you know. And talk about family of origin. Here we go totally. again. Totally. You can repeat the cycle. So because- is that something you see a lot, Jan, like in your practices, um, of coaching and moving people, clients through like the retreat you just had, yes. right? For kind of recovering yes. and recognizing if you're in a narcissistic uh, relationship. Um, do you see people like they say with alcoholism sometimes, like if you have an alcoholic parent or someone in your family of mm-hmm. origin, you might partner with one later in life, like a spouse. You repeat the pattern. Okay. And so that's, that's not yes. uncommon. Family of origin is critical. Okay. When I start a set of, uh, an engagement with okay. an executive. I try to I try to get some of that information yeah. right away without saying, you know, were you attached to your mother? Right. But you can you can say what are your challenges and you can kind of get there and know okay. family and of origin. Can family of origin include not just like your mom, dad, siblings, but also back to grandparents? Oh, absolutely. If they were involved like, well, in your back life? to my example of empathy. My my mother's mother did okay. not really have it okay. they didn't know how to show it i suppose right. sometimes but you can trace it all the way back okay right right so, so it could be generational con- yes conscientiousness okay is is primo right, right? i had totally. to realize okay gee i don't have much empathy i'm not crying this person's had this horrible tragedy but right yeah so we talked about love bombing right which and is, then we're let's get we, back we're, to our list so we're we're in supply right now and talking about how right. you can become a supplier to someone with narcissistic tendencies you, you are be you, you are, are going to be a supplier. if you're in especially and if a you person. stop like if the, if the flow stops it's more of a trickle versus a like a fire hose then there's going to be someone else that's making up the difference somewhere in those wings, mm-hmm. somewhere waiting. That's groomed, mm-hmm. yes, really, to groomed. supply. Okay, and so. then we touched on gaslighting. Yes, can we talk more about sure. that? Because I feel like it's very. Even my kids are starting to realize that. Like mm-hmm. my 18 year old goes, "Mom, this guy I'm dating, I think he's gaslighting me." And I'm like, first of all, wow. how do you know that term?" But I'm glad she's aware. Absolutely. And then I had her play back to me what she thought it meant, and she was right. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about for sure. people that might not know? They. they- they try to make you think that you're crazy. Okay. For example, I'm thinking about lighting. Hey, honey, can you turn off the light? You go turn it off, turn your back. They turn it on and say, why didn't you turn the light off? Well, I did. 
So, you know, these kinds of behaviors make you really question, you know, am I crazy? Maybe I am. Right. Like, or I didn't do that to you. Like, that didn't happen. And then you're like, because I think earlier, Jan, when you talked about like the self checklist for people that think they might be involved with a narcissist Mm -hmm. in some Mm -hmm. part of their lives, you talked about um, the anxiety and depression. Yes. And those symptoms, I think, can make you so subject to question yourself and second guess yourself because you're exhausted, your brain's not working right, you've got a fog. So then the gaslighting comes in. And it's, it's even really, more effective than it would be yes, otherwise because yes. you're like your 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 systems are kind of functioning on a low level. Your guards down. You're yes. like maybe maybe he never did that. <laughs> and they you say know? they don't. One of uh, the women um, obviously remains anonymous, but her husband was arrested. She had to call the police. It was becoming domestic violence. He doesn't remember it. He says that didn't happen. Uh, it happened, right? And she didn't press charges, but oh some goodness. of this behavior continues, right? Totally. Because you're like, well, I think it happened. Well, gee, maybe it wasn't that bad. Is gaslighting mm-hmm. always lie-based? Like, what? what is it? Like, is it always just... I would say yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I and mean, how else would you do it? It came right. from a movie. I'm sorry, I can't remember the no, name I of know. it. No, I know. I remember but... it too. Like, someone told me, like, it originated from yes, a movie. Yes, yes. Okay. But, um, I can't, no, I me too. Remember, but but so anyway, so gaslighting is the... So um, we mm-hmm. talked about the first one was love bombing love at the bombing, beginning, supply, supply and then yeah, gaslighting. Sliding. It's It's... A, it's a pattern here. Okay. The next thing is devaluation. You're you're really not worth anything. Mm-hmm. You are not worth my time, which really it justifies another supply, right? To them. Totally. To them. Um, I'm I'm probably going to leave. They do leave. Yeah. Remember, they will probably come back and the right. cycle starts over. Love yes. bomb again. Throwing the bone, like I said, and you chase it. The pot of gold. The Well, gee, he must really love me. I'm going to give him another right. chance. But the cycle continues. But devaluation is... That, that's really hurtful. It's really damaging. Yeah. And this is something we have control of. We have control of recognizing what we might be feeling. Yes. Right? So this is the best way to start Education is the best way to start, in my opinion. Yes. And that's how I ran my retreat. Let's get educated on what we're dealing with. Okay. A lot of, well, not a lot. A couple of the women knew these terms. They understood what they'd been involved with. They had done some therapy, maybe, or read some books or something. But the majority don't. And um, I I just think it's really important to start with education. I'm so glad that we're going through this. Okay. So the the last one was. Let's keep going. Yeah. Um, Devaluation, love bombing, supply, gaslighting, devaluation, and then the ultimate discard. Ooh, can we talk about they that? Leave. That sounds like we're they playing you now. But <laughs> you know, at the beginning, they're intoxicated. The chase is fabulous. You're yes. the you're the highlight and everything right. of their lives. But ultimately, you're not you're not up to par. Yeah. By it's that point, you're not you're really not the supply source they want. You're not you're not doing anything. Yeah. For them. Kind they're of the well that's already used up. Like the well's yeah. dry there. Well, you start to you don't know what it's called, but you start to see this pattern. It's yeah. Like, you know, it may be subconscious. Yes, it's in the back of your mind. It's, yeah, but you uh-huh. don't really know what it is. And right. Because this is a new concept, I, I'm not for sure about this, but I know the American Psychological Association couldn't even use it as a diagnosis. Really? They had to, you know, put something Find down something for else. your your insurance company anxiety, yeah. whatnot. But that may have changed. I, I don't know. Okay. But it's so new that nobody really right. knows. What's we're getting we're on. like at the beginning of the science of it. Yes. If there yes. is science to it, which I think there is. And so you're saying that like the ultimate discard is like that's when I'm done with you. Okay. But they're really not done with you. Yeah. Because so they say they're done. They're done. And they might leave, done. right? They might leave. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there's something called hoovering. Have you heard of the, or do you remember the Hoover vacuum? Yes. I feel like that's how I eat sometimes, but I know that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> I know oh, we're not talking about eating. You're funny. Yeah. Um, Snickers and me. That's right. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. The Hoover vacuum sucked up everything. everything. It sucks you back in. And that's exactly what a narcissist does. With After hoovering. the discard? After the discard. They're, you're theirs. You're always theirs, no matter what. And they're coming back. Okay. Right. They may even have supply sources all over the map. Right. But, but you're there. So I'm going to see if I can get her again because okay. that'll build me up. I'm wow. not really gone. She's not really over me. How Here's do they what do I'm going to do. Are there some ways that are there, social it? media, oh, um, okay. the bouquet, the real bouquet? I mean, yes. gifts, you know, whatever the love bombing that worked. Okay. They'll try it again. Or like if they, if they relied on you to pick them up, they might. There might be an incident where totally. Yeah. I mean, it it differs. It could with be every from any couple. Bit. Yeah. Okay. Um. Or or, the, or like my dad the at the end was like, you know, there were some like last you know ditch efforts like with like things like being in need in a way you know and like yes. pulling you in yeah. that way. And right? you've you've said you're the parented and parenting them. So yeah, that makes you happy. That's yes. who I'm you like, are. Oh, I can be of service. Like. Yeah. I'm in, you know. That's a good trait, right? That's a good character trait. If used correctly. Yes. If used on the right people. The right people who appreciate it. (laughs) Healthy people. Healthy people. Yes. So I think that's really interesting as something, if you're out of a relationship with a narcissist, if you're still in one and you really don't want to repeat the pattern, watch the hoovering. Okay. Because it's sneaky. How do you like, since we're there right now, we talk about the hoovering, how do you actually effectively extricate yourself Um and stand like when the hoovering's coming at you and it's like it's like that hurricane but in reverse where it's like sucking you in versus blowing you back like how do you do you just have to take a stand well here's the only way and you've jumped ahead a little sorry okay (laughs) no no wait okay so we'll put a pin in that okay go yeah because that's a great question okay so we're hoovering um this may or may not happen. And, okay. and like I said, all of these may or may not happen. Correct. But those they're variables, few, but they're common variables. They're common variables. A smear campaign. <gasps> this hoovering yes. isn't working. Okay. So I am going to slander her. I'm going to smear her and tell Ooh. everybody what a nutcase she is. Okay. And because they're looked up as, you know, Mr. Right. So they're in a position CEO. to propagandize because yes. they've got they're like perfect. listeners. They're perfect. Yes. So... It can be pretty horrible. I've yeah. I've heard some awful stories turning the children against. Yeah, because they're in positions of power a lot of times, mm-hmm. and people look up to them. Yeah. You know, let, let me say this too: that titans of industry, entrepreneurs who've done a lot. Yes. For our country, correct, and, and they're oftentimes narcissists. Yeah. So, so they can do a great smear campaign. Well, they've on got anybody. all the channels. They've got all the all the ears open. Yeah. All the yeah. the. Name. I mean, look at politics. Totally. You can mudsling all you want. All, all you want. Even yeah. even their ads, right? Right. It doesn't matter. You can just, because yes. you're in a position to do so. You're in a position. So, so that, there might be the, that com- happens. the smear campaign. And okay. then really the last one, until we get to your um, question, yeah. is if you are a victim, it's called the gray rock method. Okay. You have no emotion because they love it when you get emotional, right? You, it's either yes. black or, or white. That's it. No emotion. Yes or no. Okay. If you have to have, and this is the answer to your question, okay. if you have to have any contact at all, because everything I've read, every mental professional, anybody says the really the only way to deal with them is no contact. Yeah. If you have children or you've got to talk about right. finances and yes. a divorce, whatnot, okay, modified, but block them on your phone because right. they're going to keep coming. I know one woman, she had 42 texts in one day. And I said, 
you know what? Whoa. Block him. And and sometimes we unblock, right? No, I know. But it's hard to be unwavering in this situation. I, I heard one woman, she said that he, um, he said, I guess she had told him, let's just email. I think it's a better form of communication for okay, us. Right. And he said, well, you haven't, you've blocked me, right? And she, you know, said yes. And you've missed so much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right there. There's is like, stories after stories. I mean, but what? It really is. I hate is, to laugh, but it's almost comedy if you can if you, if can, you can look at it correct and once you start seeing some of these like, patterns oh it really is funny it is because you're like I, I see you working you, you know? know exactly what's going on so all this is transferable to work mm-hmm. yes and the ranting and raving um sea level guy middle management yep. guy that never shuts up never does mentors their everyone else is a bad idea <sighs> It's the same thing. It's just awareness. We have okay. got to be aware. And when we're in that hole where we, we can't function, that's when you've got to get the support group. Right. That was the, the third thing with my um, retreat. Number okay. one, education. Yep. Number two is let's ex- let's have an experiential, which psychodrama was okay. what we did. Where you act out. Exactly. Yeah. Where you're, all of this experiential is designed for you to get out of where you're stuck. Okay. In life, if we're stuck back with whatever, yeah, it's so hard. How do you move on? Right. How do you move so on? So, what does that look like? Like, take me like psychodrama. The, yeah. It's incredibly powerful. We start with what's called sociometry. Okay. And that's kind of warm up games, sort of thing. Exercises, not okay. games. How are you feeling? Sometimes we'll put scarves down that are different colors. Go pick the scarf that you're feeling right now you know maybe it's red right. i'm a mess yes. maybe it's yellow today i feel joyful and right. happy and the sun's out um, green there might be new life there are a lot of you know black mm. all sorts of things so that's a warm-up okay and what you're trying to do is determine who should do what's called a piece okay who today is ready so it may take a while to get there sure We'll then say things like, put your hand on the shoulder of someone you'd like to support if they go deep mm-hmm. and do a piece. Okay. So eventually you get there. Now, my partner in this, Jean Campbell, has been doing it for 32 years. Wow. Okay. She is the pro. I found her through the board of sociometry and psychodrama. Okay. Fortunately, she's in Southern California. That's amazing. So she's she, part of those retreats with you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm so grateful and appreciative. She's extremely busy, runs retreats. She certifies lots of therapists and I'm in this group I'm the non-therapist in the group but they welcomed me because of the coaching yes. and the group facilitation and your background yeah yeah so um that's the beginning that's a just it in a nutshell okay. but the purpose is to warm people up help them feel comfortable in my group of strangers that I put together literally um, last weekend they needed to feel comfortable and safe yes oh my gosh I mean I, I mean, can't even imagine you're like talking about some very scary they're going stuff. deep and, and some of these people I knew, and I'm telling you, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know the rest of the story. I like that you keep using the word shame because it's a big part of this. I showed Brene Brown's um, YouTube on shame. It's huge. Right away. Good. And none of the women had heard it. But Oh, my gosh. It's so powerful. You, you're, you, you put guilt on yourself and shame. And, and then I really believe, um, I'm going to use Brene Brown again, yes. that vulnerability equals connectivity. Totally. So if. They don't share. And in this particular group, everybody really did. But 
once, you know, if, if I bring out my story, you're more likely to bring out yours as a reciprocity, yeah, right? Totally. So, and okay. Does that happen in psychodrama? So do you take them through a specific scenario? They like, get to pick their scenario. Oh, okay. So there's power in that, which there's I, I so like much that. power. Um, okay. So we've picked who needs to do the piece. The okay. person can say no, but if they agree, there are so many different psychodramas. Okay. Um, one that we use often is the empty chair. So the empty chair. Yes. So hard. I tried Okay, it so you, you can't do it. You know, I use this example. The first time I did it, I'm sorry, I'm crying too hard. I can't speak to yes. the chair. So I pick someone to be me. I want you to be me, Carrie. You okay. come, you're going to talk for me like you're me. Okay. I'd like for you, so-and-so, to come over here and be my kids. Ah, talk about power. I can't say this, this stuff. I don't even know I want to say this stuff. Okay. That's powerful. Really? That's so really you would powerful. tell me what to say on your behalf to your children? Yeah. No, no, no. I wouldn't even tell oh, you. You would, you I'm would just do doing it. it. I've told you the person. I've told you the issue. And I just talk yeah. for and you. And it's usually pretty good. Wow. Then there's something called doubling. It's very powerful too. And, and it works really well in groups of narcissists because they can't hear themselves. So doubling is where someone comes behind me okay. and says basically this is what i think you're saying and i have the opportunity to go no 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 that's that's pretty much right but let me correct it okay but it's all to help you hear and think when you really can't and and you've referenced i can't even think anymore because right. you're like so, so anxious and depressed it's like you're in a brain fog or I mean, you're in this stage of or gaslighting, gaslighting. So you don't even know what's true anymore you, you you're don't. like is that fake news is that real news is yeah. that you know but these other people can see it differently yes, clearly right mm -hmm. so there's so many methods i mean like i said gene is the master of figuring out which psychodrama is is best okay. we um i've directed this one it's called directing a piece but we used a baseball field and from my background it's like right, perfect yeah. right? right so the issue is home plate yes first base is the childhood okay what, what, what do I sound like as a child you can pick out the family of origin stuff there right Quickly, yeah and then you go to second base that's the teen that's oftentimes rebellious yes, and so much stuff there so so this stuff comes up the auxiliaries the people listening are really impacted too let's say you're not playing a role right you so see you're going to hear and see yes. things and feel things that you and they pop up yeah. one i haven't lost a parent yeah it will happen um one woman was talking to her mother who's passed in the empty chair i was so affected and, and crying because i haven't lost mine and, right. and i want to say the things now Gosh, so see yeah, that impact do. she didn't get to say goodbye right. I want to be able to communicate with them now yes. while they're alive. So there's learning there's in all the parts of it. Every part. I think um, I oftentimes have to explain, just because you're not chosen to, to play a role, you can certainly get up out of your chair and go double this person because it might have yes. triggered something with you or made you think, oh, I wonder if they're forgetting this. Yeah. So second base is the teenager. Yes. Usually some craziness, right? Yeah. Then you go to third base and that's the current adult. Okay. How am I responding to this issue at home plate as an adult, an adaptive adult? It's oftentimes not very, not healthy, right? Right. And and people can, if hopefully with insight and with your help, can recognize that, right? Yeah. yeah. And then they get to move to home plate, right? Yeah. And home plate is the healthy adult. How would the healthy adult respond mm, to, this. to this crazy train narcissist who's yes. telling me that right. I... I'm devalued and I'm, I'm you right. know, worth nothing. How would the healthy adult respond? Yeah. 
So they get I to mean, play that powerful. out. It's so powerful. And you cannot rush psychodramas. They no. can take a long time. What you're aiming for is what's called catharsis. Think of a, a bell curve. Okay? Yes. Catharsis can be two minutes for somebody where they're light bulb on, right? I, I got it. Or right. it can be two hours to run Just sitting in, in it and figuring it out. Yes. And I'm still in training. I've only been doing this with Jean for two years. Okay. That's and I'm not time, a but... mental health professional. Okay. This is not my career, but it's so helpful in facilitating groups. Yes. I use sociometry more, much more than psychodrama. Okay. But there is something I actually just learned from her called sociodrama, which doesn't get quite this deep. I can use with groups. Okay, so it's like a group acting. It, it's different. Like dynamic. you can assign roles or they pick the roles out of oh, a, that's kind of a cool. hat. So that works probably better for my groups. Okay. Not only from my educational level um, in psychodrama, which right. is limited, but it, it it works better for me. But having her join me oh, with this so powerful. retreat. And so how many people were on the retreat? Uh, I, I had you? six. Uh-huh. One could not come last okay. minute. Um, sometimes there's fear. Sometimes legitimately. Of course. No, I would imagine there would be a lot. I mean, I'm scary. surprised you didn't get more no-shows. I know. It's like, I know. It's, it's, it's pretty much looking something really scary you're, you're, in the you're face. You're going deep and you're yeah. going to be vulnerable. And I interview everybody, like I yes. said, before I yeah. take them. It's currently at my home. Okay. So I really... Yeah, want to know personal space, what they're about. Of course. And it's confidential. So I, I'll take up to eight. Okay. I thought six was really great because yeah. they got and to work. Are you already, because we talked a little bit about a fall yes. retreat. Yes. Um, I talked to Jane and, and I think we're going to do November. Okay. So I'm starting to get that word out. That's awesome. I would have, people um, go to morad.biz for actually, that? How are they going to, how would we get people to start? Thank you for asking. About or applying for it, that. It will be on that website, but okay. I also have a specific website called oh. movingforwardretreat.com. Love it. Oh my God, I love the name. So um, there's a list of, of 10 things you can look at okay. um, if you think you might be in a relationship with a narcissist. Oh, so there's, there. there's, so moving forward, re- retreat, retreat.com. Yes. So you can go on there and, and access some of the stuff we talked about today. Mm-hmm. Minim- minimally, but like top line. Yes. Top what line. if someone doesn't, I mean, they, they want the, they're going to go to moving forward, retreat.com and mm-hmm. check out, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully put themselves in a list for a retreat consideration, let's say, but can they work with you in the interim? Absolutely. Like, okay. So absolutely. How, what does that like one-on-one look like? Well, I'm very, very careful to say I am not a mental health professional I am not a therapist okay and sometimes even with my executive coaching clients I can tell right away okay this is out of my realm you need to go to a therapist okay one client this week I said are you seeing a therapist because this is this is working well and I check in and he said yes love the coaching I'm the cheerleader okay but you need to you need to see a therapist too he said oh I am I am. So so you can coordinate care with a therapist though too, right? So yes. you can be part of like the team. Yes, exactly. That's focused specifically on, let's say, whatever executive coaching issue comes up. Exactly. If, yes. You know, if you want to talk about the narcissistic personalities that you might be dealing with in the workplace or at home, you can also coach through right. that. Right. I, I do accountability programs. Oh, I, I love I, that. I suppose okay. some therapists give homework too, but I give hair... Uh, homework and I did to these women at the retreat as well like okay. here's a journal yes. I'd like for you to do this I don't want people to to leave a session with me or a retreat and go that was great 
okay, you know, and that's I, it. I can't and leave it there, leave the learning there, and like not extend it. What's the point? And the group, they have a support group now, okay. which is oh, so, so beautiful. You, so are you running a group with those women from the retreat? I, I encouraged it, and they're doing it. They're okay. on a thread. They're checking in every day because this was <sighs> heavy duty. You know, I can't say, okay, this is a supportive environment if we let them leave without one. Right. No, they they've need, been vulnerable. It's like an after care it's aftercare i mean really yeah, no it is but um, you know they've just bared their soul to these women wow. so okay back to the executive coaching yes. yeah the client will sometimes bear their soul to me yes and like i said some of it i can handle and we can give specific homework you okay. know one guy wants to be more healthy so we've got homework mm, this good. week okay. two days without sugar yes um i want to work out four days i love it whatever and they you hold him do, accountable i do I do. I'll give a maybe a text in between. Let's say it's a two two times a, yes. a month okay. engagement. Uh, but I write those down the minute I get mm-hmm. home or the next day, and I say, "Okay, here is your list. You yes. made it up." And coaching, you know, right? It's coming from them. It's coming from them. They You're, authored it. Yes, You're gonna hold them accountable as a coach mm-hmm. and support. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and they, usually they there's a big it. what I call stretch goal. Okay. okay, what is what do you want to accomplish at the end of the day in six months okay. or a year? So you know? small goals yes. to the big. Let's let's work up to it. And then when they see me the next time, I pretty much start with that. I'll say, I'm veering off course here from the narcissist. No, this is good. <laughs> okay. No, because I want to know more about your practice. Because okay. I feel like we've really touched on, and you can let me know if we've missed narcissism. Yeah. I mean, of course we miss things because we're not going to give the the Bible on narcissism. Right, in this right. Thing. This is an but, overview. Correct. Overview. So yeah. I think we've done a really good job with that. I do too. Okay. I do too. So I do want to know more about your coaching so people can understand how they can improve their lives, whether it's through going through the retreats with you. Right. One-on-one coaching, executive right. level right. coaching. And I'm, I'm also coaching spouses. So this oh. is where some of this narcissistic stuff comes, in handy. comes up. Yes. You know. So spouses of C-suite executives, mm-hmm. be they male, female. Or middle management. Whatever. Because they don't okay. know what's going on, right? And, yeah. and where are they going to talk about it? So that's okay. kind of a new venture for are me. The, are the executives uh, resistant at all to having their spouses coached? Yes. <laughs> okay. Because I was just thinking like, that's a really yes. interesting dynamic. And you know? also, you know, these retreats, if they expose, I'm going for a narcissistic personality right. disorder retreat, that's not Honey, why favorable. do you need that? One woman said, I'm going to an empowering women, that's woman good. retreat. Yeah, honey, why do you need that? Well, I just like for a friend. I'm like, curious. I know a friend of mine's going through this issue. With right. Her. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. toyed with changing the name of it, but I... I can't really think of anything. I mean, it's good because you're going straight into it. It's, it's not like specific. you're dancing around it. Right. I'm not doing a lot of topics here, you know. Right. Um, bullying. Well, okay. Was that on the playground? I mean, uh, maybe right. I'll come up with something else. But for me personally, this is what it's about. Yeah. If no, you're interested. Be straight up. I, I think, think it's so. important. I think so. And I think it's important for the women at this point, And who knows, you know, might you might end up having men at some point come to different. Well, yeah, we're like talking a, a about it. Only, yes. Uh, probably scenario. But, um, you know, I think it's an important step to take to look at the brochure, look at the website, see the word. Right. And acknowledge it. Right. And go. Yes. Not too many people are, are doing retreats right. on narcissistic Correct. personality disorder. And we need more time, to be honest. Jean said, okay. gee, this could be a five-day thing. Yeah. And that would be a lot well, the of... the great thing is you're learning as you go, right? It's so kind of a laboratory, yes. like a practicum, right? I told so the girls, you, they're the women. Yeah. I said, you guys are guinea pigs on this, yeah. you know? And I said, we will not be following the agenda. And we we didn't. Yeah. You know, I was going to do a whole section because I speak often on loss and grief. Yeah. This is a loss. 
this is something you're it's a huge agree. loss but i didn't even have time to do that because right. the psychodramas as i said before would take maybe well that takes i think at the primacy piece is like that's got to be addressed first so yes. to me it's like and the, there is loss. It's so interesting because I did the loss and grief uh, one, you know, yes, um, yes. recently, um, two two weeks ago, because um, we've had, you know, there's loss every day in the world. So I, I'm not going to. Well, we all have it. It's in, something we have in common. A job. I mean, a, exactly. an autistic child. It could be. A, it's not to be, even be a death. It can be the death of a dream. It could be, exactly you know, right. something. Yeah. Financial. So, it, right. The list can go on, but we all have exactly. something. If you haven't had it yet, you're probably in denial. Or, yeah, you know, no, you're, you're going to get there. Don't worry. Right. And so I feel like, you know, I think it's a really important part of, of any conversation really but i think it's one of those things you can get to it when you get to it you know right right i mean but these these women have experienced loss or they're in the middle of it with an with an arse this is yeah. not what i signed up for this this no, is not it's a loss of a dream it's the loss of it's also kind of the loss of the veil right because the veil's yes. been removed and yeah. like the veil was kind of helping you it wasn't it was hurting you right but it was a coping mechanism yeah, yeah i equate that to a wedding yeah right <laughs> look at this great guy and I'm married like, and he's on his knees and and yeah. then all of a sudden it comes off i mean i've heard stories the wedding night it came yeah. off and it's like and you're all like, right you're ugh. you know i'm done with you I gotta, right i gotta go and see if i'm in the newspaper today or you know right it's like moving on moving on you know you're a great i hate to say it but it's arm candy yeah right <laughs> you know? and then it's you're like, smart and i'm gonna use you to, yeah, to make sad and that's better. why i think I love the way you've titled the site Moving Forward Retreat too, because it's like mm-hmm. these people, be they men or women that are have gone through this, these types of relationships, they need to be able to move forward Absolutely. in a healthy way, right? Yeah. And, Education um, is not all I say, not only power, it's empowering. Yes. You have yes. And, and you can have these support groups say or these support women, men, yeah. whatever. You know what? You're you're yes, no contact. Don't call him. You're right. Right. Like you're right. Yeah. Don't like. Come on. You can't do it. Now. You you've been doing so great. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Remember what we talked about in group. Remember like, what we talked about. Right. We all know this is right. You're being Hoover. We right know it's now. hard, and we yes. know it's hard, and we know it hurts, and we know you love him mm-hmm. and her. You know, but it's like you can't do it. You can't do it. It will hurt you. I always think of it like this. You're opening up the door to more abuse. It's and it's hard though because like I think you know everyone I've known that's been in that situation has definitely there hasn't just been one door close. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the door is more like one of those swinging ones they used to have at restaurants uh-huh. where the waiter comes through from uh-huh. the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ooh, I, feel like, I love that. You know I'm what I mean? Use that that yeah. door is the door that That's I think really is hard. It's really, I don't, even think I don't think those doors have a lock on them. <laughs> and I think, you know, probably people that have, have experienced narcissists, whether they're, you know, from family of origin or at work or, and or other, another relationship, like need to be able to put a bolt on that door. And it's, yeah. it's hard. Get the locksmith for this one and get off, you, you know, Oh, yeah. all of them. Right. Yeah. I'd lock the whole bit. All the locks. Like they show on those, sh- the shows of people that are paranoid. Look at all yeah. the locks. That's a really great example. I'm right? stealing so, it. Okay, okay, good. You may. <laughs> okay. We got off um, to direct us back to the, ex- if you want to continue with the executive coaching. Yeah, let's coaching. see where we're at with, um, yeah, with our time. Talk, we can well, go on forever. I, think. I know we could. Um, let's talk a little bit before we depart yes. on the executive coaching okay. or even, do you want to talk about executive? narcissism in work or do you want to talk about well more coaching it's very similar i guess it's not the stages but if you it could be 
yeah. think about it with an employee you right. do the same thing they court you they like the, the whole oh, yeah. like search you know the search and like right. the, the, yeah they steal you from another you get a signing or, bonus and yeah. you get da, da, da. you fit into our culture this is unbelievable you're so, you're everyone star you. Right, you out, right you know and then the devaluation you're not you're not wow. really doing what i've asked you yeah, to do I thought and you're you were coming here with these chops and yeah. you don't even have it so you, you can know. follow this along yes. you okay. know or, or i want to recruit you back you you quit hmm, how can i get you back yeah. oh maybe i'll increase the salary offer you know, or benefits right. or whatever. Yeah. So, so that's so good. I think that's are, a good encapsulation of yeah. how that looks in the workplace. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people should come to you, honestly, if they <laughs> want to know more. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I they would. should be doing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so thankful for your intellect and your insights and you bringing your expertise to the show. Um, I know a lot of people will benefit, even if it's like, quote unquote, for a friend, um, or really for a friend, right? Right. So if you see this, if you see you're a friend of yours struggling with this, whether it's in the workplace, because, you know, um, thank goodness her friends were able to vent to each other. And if you've got a friend who's venting, and you see, you see the pattern here for them, whether it's personal or professional, you know, maybe broach a conversation, suggest the moving forward retreat website, do you know what I mean? Like, give them some tools and just you, you don't have to like, hit them over the head with it Mm -hmm. but just give them a couple of these pieces that jan's talked about today so that they can maybe start to get some insight and be there to support them through it you know even if it's a good friend yeah right be a good friend and we all deserve that and we all need to listen to them too sometimes yeah no and honestly unless your friend unless you've done the checklist and your friend is narcissistic (laughs) then you know that's a whole different podcast but i feel like you know Hopefully they're not, and hopefully then they're, they're not. They're operating within your best interest. So you know, I agree. let those friends be there and support you. So Jan Morad, thank you so much. Um, it was thank a pleasure. You. It's been, um, and it was fun, fun actually, yeah, right? It was right, fun. I mean, right. it's a serious topic. There's a lot of pain and hurt, you know, mm-hmm. in everyone's life that's that's been through this. But mm-hmm. coming out the other side does feel really empowering. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's a lot of happiness, you know. Like Life I, can be fun. Yeah, like I'd pick up the yellow scarf if you gave it to me today. Oh, I love you it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the green scarf because I yeah. like the, they're like growth Beautiful. too. So all yeah. the scarves, not the black one. <laughs> um, so thank you, Jan. Thank you. And hopefully we'll have another podcast together at some Absolutely. point. I would love it. Me too. Um, and we'll talk to everyone else soon. Have a great week. Thanks. You too.